Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. If you like what you're hearing, why not try a StephCast subscription? Only $4.95 a month if you buy a year in advance. Go to stephaniemiller.com to find out how. Hi, 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 Glenn Kirshner, hi. Good morning, Steph. Good morning. I'm sorry for everything you're going through. Ah, that's okay. Oh, I'm going to start crying again. Hi, give me some good news. Help <laughs> help me. Help mommy. Well, <laughs> it's, you, know, I mean, you know what, Steph? The, the, the best news is that um, we've got a new Supreme Court justice, yes. Angie Brown Jackson, and there will now be, you know, every future generation of young black girl growing up in America can look up and say, I, too, can sit on the Supreme yeah. Court not, and I can be the United States, uh, the vice president of the United States of America. And let's hope someday we can finish out that trio by saying, and I can be president of the United yeah. States, but we'll take the wins where we can find them. And this is a win really because of her qualifications yeah. and the experience she brings to the bench it was a good day for America yesterday. Yeah, and and you're right. And and what was a horrible week for a lot of us here? I mean, just the picture of Barack Obama back in the White House. You know, the first yeah. African American president hugging the first African American vice president, and now uh, the first female African American Supreme Court justice. You're right. There were certainly a lot of glimmers. It's like that cloudy day with the sun trying to break through. What yeah. you know? Through. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, I have to say though, Glenn, I. I just thought, and I know we should never be surprised at the lows some Republicans will go to, but it was just despicable what they did to her. I mean, it really was. And it just, they try to make it sound like, oh, well, it's the same thing as Brett Kavanaugh. No, Brett Kavanaugh is very credibly accused of sexual assault and blackout drinking, you know, I mean, and and exhibited the worst judicial temperament I've ever seen in his but hearing. But to be fairness, all these small little indecent Men, I've got the air quotes in case anybody needs to remember yeah. that they're not, they're no kind of men, right? The, yeah. the Cruises and the Cottons and the Hollies and the Grams. You know, basically what they accused her of being is a judge. That's what they accused yeah. her of being because, you know, judges make their best assessments when they sentence defendants. And this was their primary complaint that, you know, she went too low on certain offenders, yeah. which if you take a step back and look at, the center mass of sentencers across the country, she was right in the middle of the center mass. She did, she did what other judges did by way of handing out individualized sentences. That's not why they attacked her, because they didn't attack other judges who were white males on similar issues, and they were susceptible to that same attack. We know why they attacked her, because they're indecent, you know, uh, uh, bigoted little men who are threatened by women, by minorities, by immigrants, by, you know, anybody who has a different orientation than them. 
that's what threatens them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I you know, the fact that she was, you know, sort of roundly called a, I don't know, child predator protector. But I, I do think that, uh, it, it, was it Cotton? Where is this? Yeah, Tom Cotton, basically calling her, I guess, is the de- daughter of a Nuremberg prosecutor to be called a Nazi sympathizer, basically. That she would have defended yeah. the Nazis was, and I just, I just have to listen to Jamie Harrison one time. It shows you who this little uh, maggot-infested man is. Uh, he does not deserve to have that pen. He doesn't deserve to be in the United States Senate representing the good people of Arkansas. He doesn't deserve and doesn't know, and Joe hit the nail on the head. He put his hand on the Bible, took an oath of office to protect and defend the Constitution of the United States, and he uses it as a play toy. Yeah. Anyway, I, it's just, I, I hope people don't forget. I hope they don't forget that scene yesterday of uh, wild applause for the historic moment in the United States and them storming out like a bunch of little, mm-hmm. pardon me, <laughs> right? Yeah. Storming out in a, yeah. in a little rage. Demit Romney, the only sole decent Republican to, to cl- applaud for this moment in American history, right? Yeah, yeah, it, it's obscene. It's obscene. They're petulant little children. And beyond that, they're, you know, petulant little schoolyard bullies yeah. who, you know, think that, I don't know, they can lie their way into appeasing their base and remaining in power. You know, a good strong wind would blow over any of these little waifs like Cotton yeah. and Cruz and Graham and Hawley. I mean, you know, all together, they don't constitute one full-grown man. (laughs) (laughs) This is why I love that. Um, CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Yeah, I, okay. That's what I mean. It's just, you, they knew that this does not change the balance of the court, right? You know, they, and they still have three stolen seats by an illegitimate president. Let's get to him. By the way, this was significant, wasn't it? Hang on. When I didn't win the election, by not winning the election, and then when the election was rigged and lost. Mm, so that would be... <laughs> Isn't that the defense that they're going to try for January 6th, as though he really thought he won? I mean, yeah. that was significant, No, but, right? there, but, there's, but there's no evidence that he really thought he won. There, there's nothing but evidence that he lied to everybody, claiming he won, telling them to attack the Capitol or they won't have a country anymore. So, Steph, it's so frustrating because all we need to do is get an indictment, walk into court in downtown D.C. and begin presenting this to 12 jurors. And I'm, I would do it for free, for real. And <clears throat> the jurors aren't stupid. They will get this right. They will hear him say <coughs> things like, I lost the election. And they'll say, hey, th- those are the words out of his own mouth. That is the best evidence of his intent. We just got to get this justice show on the road. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's talk. Oh, sorry. Get get some water out of your giant justice mug. Okay. Um, So obviously, Ivanka Trump, you tweeted about that. Let's just talk about this week and what was most significant. You said her testimony um, will help prove that her father wanted the attack on the Capitol to succeed. Um, It was quite a few hours that she and uh, Kirshner testified. Um, What what is your take on what happened there, what it's going to mean legally? 
I'm sorry. Yeah, it's really interesting. I've got a um, I've got a piece going up on MSNBC Daily today that I authored about yeah. Ivanka's testimony, and I've got something right here. That's <clears throat> oh no, that's heart. okay. Please have some more justice juice. So, um, <laughs> so here's the thing. I, I actually think Ivanka and perhaps even Jared, because he sat for six or eight hours of testimony are a little bit smarter than the members of the cover-up club. That would be Bannon, Roger Stone, Mark Meadows, Scavino, and Navarro, and a few of the others, because they really did not want to um, catch a charge for contempt of Congress. And all of those men that I just named, um, they've all been, I think, but for Roger Stone, they've all been referred for criminal prosecution. And the problem is when you are willing to commit the crime of contempt of Congress in your desperate attempt to hide information that would incriminate Donald Trump, well, you have more charges in store for you, Steph, than just a simple contempt of Congress charge. That gives rise to felony charges like obstructing an official congressional proceeding, obstructing justice, accessory after the fact because these men have been willing to commit the crime of contempt of Congress to bury incriminating information about Donald Trump rather than sharing it with the J6 committee. At least Ivanka and Jared decided we're not going that way. We're not gonna distinguish yeah. our, ourselves as part of Donald Trump's conspiracy, which is ongoing to this day, this conspiracy, as we will see when the ultimate indictments are handed down. So they said, let me just go in there say my piece. I'm sure there was lots of bluff and bluster and misdirection and equivocation, but they didn't try to assert a privilege, not executive privilege, not their Fifth Amendment privilege against self-incrimination and not a daddy-daughter or a father-in-law, son-in-law privilege, which yeah. there is no such thing. They sat down, they testified, and what they did is they incriminated uh, Donald Trump, and I can tell you how. Yeah, okay. Here's how. Mm -hmm. Keith Kellogg, okay? That was Vice President Mike Pence's national security advisor said in real time, as the attack on the Capitol was in progress, we all went into the Oval Office and told him, told the president, please call off the attack, condemn the violence, stop your dogs. Right. Paraphrasing that last one. Yeah. And Donald Trump refused, according to Keith Kellogg, a retired uh, military general, and Pence's national security advisor. He's not as bad as many of the others that were in Trump's orbit. And then he said, I tried and failed. Mark Meadows tried and failed. Kaylee McEnany tried and failed. Ivanka tried and failed, so we sent her back into the Oval Office a second time because she can be pretty tenacious and she couldn't get her father to stop the attack on the Capitol. Steph, that is a president in a very real way waging war against the United States. Even his own daughter couldn't stop him. That is deeply incriminating information. Mm -hmm. Presumably it's been provided by Ivanka under oath to the J6 committee. And if I were prosecuting the case, she would be one of the very early witnesses I called because let Donald Trump's attorney, attorney try to say, Ivanka, you know, she was the coffee girl, barely knew her, never met her. She's incredible. <laughs> Let them try that. You know, that dog won't hunt. 
Um, so, Glenn, a bunch of things this week, obviously. Uh, DOJ plans to investigate boxes of records taken from Trump's Mar-a-Lago. The, uh, however, how many boxes with this? The ones labeled 15. top secret? 15. Thank you. Um, the department's facing increasing political pressure to disclose its plans. Uh, Carolyn Maloney accused the Justice Department of obstructing her committee's investigation. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I know... We're all screaming at the Justice Department, but I know that was one of them. You're like, didn't we have a whole Hillary Clinton thing about? So, I mean, what is your take on DOJ in general on January 6th and on this case? Yeah, I I was really disheartened by this story yesterday. I did a video about it, even put a little bass in my voice, I think, because I was really upset. Um, So when you have the Department of Justice on the one hand refusing to indict somebody like Mark Meadows, who committed the crime of contempt of Congress, Congress is the victim there. They're trying to do their job of investigating Trump's crimes, and they're being stymied by the Department of Justice uh, on that front. And then on the other front, when you have another, uh, the Oversight Committee, but still another congressional committee trying to get to the bottom of Donald Trump's misconduct, and you have the Department of Justice, quote, interfering, Representative Maloney's word, with their investigation by saying, we're not going to let you know anything about the 15 boxes Donald Trump stole in violation of the Presidential Records Act and whisked away to Mar-a-Lago, we're not going to let you know anything about that. So you can't do your job of trying to hold Donald Trump accountable because we might someday deign to open an investigation into that. I'm sorry. The branches of government should be working together to the extent they can to protect our democracy and hold the criminal former president accountable, not beef with one another, and, quote, interfere in one another's work toward that common goal. So that story yesterday, Steph, really set me off. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, obviously they've sort of confirmed they're investigating Trump, right, for for January 6th. Where where is that in your mind? I mean, we talked about before that obviously the committee did a lot of shots across the bow to Merrick Garland about doing his job. Let's remember that once that federal judge out in California, Judge David Carter, Mm -hmm. announced in his findings that by a preponderance of the evidence, 51 percent of the evidence, Donald Trump committed crimes against the United States. Mind you, you only need about 40, 45 percent of the evidence, probable cause to indict him. Federal judge said there's even more evidence than that. All of a sudden, after a federal judge said that, what did we get? All kinds of leaks. I, I called there. They're not really leaks. They're covert press releases from the Department of Justice saying, wait, 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 wait. We're investigating. Promise. Promise. We're investigating the fake electors. We're investigating the organizers, funders and the planners of the insurrection. We're investigating. I do believe they are. And I do believe they're doing it quietly behind the scenes in ways we don't know. But that doesn't mean they're doing it in a timely manner with a sense of urgency that these crimes require. So I think it's still being done. Yeah, I I just I think it has already taken too long. And if it takes much longer, we run the risk of losing it all. Yeah. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies and live TV for just twenty five dollars a month. You can even try it for free with their seven day free trial. 
No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. What? Okay, so obviously the other big story is uh, WTF in Manhattan. So Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg issued a statement clarifying that his office is still investigating Trump. In recent weeks, he said the Manhattan Attorney's uh, District Attorney's office has been repeatedly asked whether our investigation concerning President Trump, the Trump Organization, and its leadership is continuing. It is. Um, this, of course, comes after the resignation of the top two prosecutors mm-hmm. who said Donald Trump absolutely committed crimes and... You know, they they obviously implied they were not going to go forward with prosecuting them. Um, Bragg wrote, it's open, it's active. We have a great team in place of dedicated career prosecutors working every day. We're exploring evidence that's not been previously explored. We will leave no stone unturned. Is this for real? Is he doing cleanup? Is this, I mean, what what is your take on this? Yeah, there's actually a a legal term for the statement that Bragg just released. It's, It's horse hockey. (laughs) <laughs> That's what it is. Um, yeah. So who who would have thought that the newly elected district attorney for Manhattan would have to go on a reputation rehabilitation tour just months after he was sworn in? I'm sorry, but I don't I'm not crediting any of Alvin Bragg's words. I will only credit the actions yeah. that we see coming yeah. out of the New York district attorney's office because Mark Pomerantz, lead uh, prosecutor on the case until he resigned, told us all in the letter definitively unambiguously there's enough evidence beyond a reasonable doubt that donald trump committed crimes and we can prove it cy vance authorized us to indict donald trump and said as soon as possible and then alvin bragg says oh i'm i'm you know there's not enough evidence but i'm going to keep investigating but i'm going to return the evidence to the witnesses can i tell you steph as a prosecutor I typically didn't return evidence to witnesses if I contemplated uh, yeah. trying that case, bringing those charges in the future. I don't believe a word out of that man's mouth has to rehabilitate his reputation just three or four months into his term. I'm sorry. I feel like that's a dead investigation. Ugh. Um, Chris, who is America's early warning system? Black ladies. Yes. Okay. So Justice Jackson, also uh, Letitia James. <laughs> is this our last shred of hope? Uh, she's asking the court to begin issuing fines to Trump while he delays producing documents subpoenaed by the court. She said the judge's order was crystal clear. Donald Trump must comply with our subpoena, turn over relevant documents. So the $10,000 would apply uh, to every day that Trump does not produce the documents. Um, mm-hmm. Somebody trying to get some accountability from, you know, and uh, from the amount of whining he had in relation to this. I'm going to guess that he's even broker than we think he is. But I mean, that's obviously I mean, what do you what's your take on that? Yeah. So remember, the New York judge presiding over the Tish James civil investigation uh, issues where she was trying to uh, get him to sit for a deposition said that Trish James investigation uncovered, quote, copious amounts of evidence of possible financial fraud. So don't you think that Donald Trump has been emboldened in all of his New York cases once his 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 once the district I'm editing myself once the district attorney for New York killed the criminal investigation into Donald Trump don't you think that emboldened him to then 
say figuratively to Tish James, oh, and I'm going to comply with your little civil subpoena orders and court orders. Not going to happen. The judge, I predict, will hold him in contempt. The judge will impose a daily fine of $10,000, I think is what uh, Attorney General James is requesting. And that will roll off him like water off a duck's back. He won't care. He won't comply. He knows yeah. he, he is confident that nobody will hold him accountable for any of his crimes or transgressions. And, you know, until somebody does. Yeah. He he probably is getting it right. Yeah. I'm just saying this would be a really good week for just something, some sort of something universe, little something indictment of any kind, so be, just something surprising. I can pull surprising. out the big gavel of justice if that would help, Steph. I yes, think it's legal it, in most states to pull out the big gavel of justice. Here it is. I mean, I'm ready to hit somebody figuratively. Yes. Big gavel of justice. You know, it's, it always makes me happy when you whip out your giant gavel. It's just, you know, oh a little gift. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you always make me happy, no matter what. Thank you, Eric. Or not, oh, geez. Oh, glad. That's all right. Hang in there, Steph. Hang in there, Steph. Wow. Hang in there. Wow. Wow. That is embarrassing. I'm Hang sorry. in there. And yet, strangely, that was a, that was a very... That's a compliment. Um, I, I'm honored that you just said that. Sorry. So, oh, thank you. I'm going to start crying now. I love you, Glenn. <laughs> Thanks, Glenn. I know, love your, you, I know your name. Love you guys. Bye. See ya. Bye. Okay.